Good morning, everybody, and it is the 14th of March, 2023. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and thanks so much for being with us today. Got it all New England crew, kind of. Susan is out in West Pennsylvania. We're getting we're getting a northeaster to oh, Hold on. Got a little trouble with my mic here. There you go. We're having a little trouble here. Sorry about that. I had some tech problems the other day with uh, the mic. We're trying to fix it here. So here we go. Oh, darn. Wow. Okay. I'm going to hold this in place, and we'll be going away. we got a nor'easter hitting here today. All right. We're expecting where we are about 12 inches of snow here in uh, here in uh, South Central Maine. So uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting day is all I can tell you. I've got uh, my good friends here, uh, fellow New Englanders, as well as Susan Gable, Dean Graziano and Susan from org, And they've brought with them my good friend, and I'm thrilled he's here, the president of the National Center for Competency-Based Learning, Fred Bramante, who, by the way, was the longest tenured chair of the New Hampshire State School Board. Okay, Fred's a great guy. We're going to talk today about the National Presidential Youth Convention that they are planning. We're going to tell you, tell you all about it, and the whole idea is to get kids really involved in civics again, okay, and away from the rancor that has been uh, troubling the country for so long, and uh, uh, to, to start a, a, a nice civics program that respects both sides of every issue and talks about it. I'm going to let them go over, but this is going to be really cool. The National Presidential Youth Convention. And now I only have one hand to work with. Let's see if I can get this going here. I want you to go over, by the way, and check out all we do at ace-ed.org. That's the home website of our American Consortium for Equity in Education. And our magazine is over there, Equity and Access. All the podcasts, including this one, are archived over there, plus a ton of other stuff all about equity and all about education these days. And it's tougher than ever these days. Okay. As you know, it's getting political and all that sort of stuff. We're trying to really keep track of all that and make sure that every kid, in spite of everything, gets the education they deserve. So please check it all out over at ace-ed.org. And without further ado, let me bring on my guest. Uh, let's see. I got to figure out who's there. First of all, Fred is there, right? Fred? Fred is here. Well, man, how you doing? I'm great, Larry. How you doing? I'm all right, but I can barely hear you. Are you using a speakerphone? Are you using a speakerphone? Yes. You want me not to? Yeah, I can barely hear you. Okay, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Is that is that better? It certainly is. Okay, thanks, Fred. Fred Ramonti, everybody. It's great to have you here. How's the? Where are you today? In Concord? Where are you? Uh, no, I'm in Germany. It's snowing like crazy. Yeah, same here, up here in Maine. Okay, we're going to get a lot of it. And, Dean, are you here with us today? I am, uh, and I am in Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, at That's the headquarters. I'm not getting a nor'easter. There's already about two and a half inches out here in Erie. Oh, coming down. You got snow coming down in Erie? Really? I didn't really realize the snow was that far back. Yeah, it's coming down pretty good here. Good flip. Okay, don't drive home today. Stay there tonight. <laughs> okay, right. Do yourself. Because it's only going to get worse here. There, it's going to get worse all day, and then be really bad tonight. Okay, through New Hampshire and Maine. What can I tell you, Susan? Hi, how are you today, Susan Gable? I'm great, Larry. Thank you. It's nice to have you here. Let me just. Well, I'll let these guys explain it. They're from Visit.org, Dean and Susan. Okay, Susan is director of education, and Dean is the VP of education. 
And I have a note here that Dean has over 25 years of educational experience. Uh, that's not much in a year who, in a man who's 93 years old. But I can be correct, Dean? <laughs> I thank you so much, Larry, for that. Uh, yeah, no problem. My pleasure. Okay, so it's really just a quarter of his life, uh, the, the 25 years. <laughs> over 25 years, Larry, in education. So. It's, it's just a riot. Okay, um, I'll, I'll swing it over to Susan. Let's start with Susan, ladies first. Susan, just tell us about Is It and how it fits in to the National Presidential Youth Convention. Well, uh, again, is it is a nonprofit, so our educational materials are available at no cost to any educator, student, parent, school district, all of that good stuff, which is how we uh, key in with your equity theme. Everybody can get access to all of our materials. Absolutely. And um, and and we're you know obviously this was the brainchild of Fred, and then Fred brought Dean in for the National uh, Presidential Youth Convention. But the one thing about about is it how we're tying in as well is the is it um, civicsfundamentals.org program is going to be used as a prerequisite for the students to attend the convention. You know, this way we make sure that the students have some base knowledge on civics. Uh, you know, you got to understand it before you can participate in it. So that that's one of the key things that is it is providing to the program. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's isit.org, everybody. I-Z-Z-Z. Boy, my mic is terrible today. I-Z-Z-I-T. Isit.org. Okay. And by the way, if you go over there, it's really great. Everything's free over there. I just noticed you added Steve Forbes. Good old Steve Forbes. You ran for president so many years ago. Maybe it was 1996, if I remember correctly. Steve Forbes on achievement. Tell me just real quick before we get into the presidential thing. Tell me about that. Okay, Dean. Sure. Or, or um, Steve, so, whoever. Yeah. We can both do it. Um, Steve Forbes, we're very fortunate. Steve Forbes has um, these episodes, and when she takes a look at these pioneers, if you will, entrepreneurs um, in business, and for example, we just had National Barbie Day, and Ruth Handler is where Steve oh. comes on and talks about a particular person that has made a mark, really the backstory of things and, and how it started. I like to say it's the things you don't know that you need to know kind of to really understand the story. And he's picked, I mean, there's um, Harvey, the Harvey girls, the idea of like franchise and consistency. And what we were lucky to do is partner with him. We put him up on our site. Steve does it. They get edited by Is It. We we really have a, a, a niche there. And what I love about it is you can use these for anything, social studies. If you're talking about, uh, for example, um, Ruth uh, Handler, you could be using it for a business class, a marketing class, so CTE gets involved. So it isn't like, oh, these are history lessons. These are lessons that could be business. Um, you could use Harvey Girls for the culinary arts. So the beauty of it is that students, teachers have this really great perspective. They could be used any time in the curriculum. They're really nice pieces. I mean, we have National French Friday, so we'll use Simplot. Uh, one, one of that. So the point is, they're really great things for students to understand how people had to persevere. Right. And I think that's a key, yeah. that these aren't just success stories. I mean, Ruth Handler's story is sad. She was at the apex of everything, and then boom, um, and, and towards the end. But they didn't quit. They kept persevering. And right. I think that's an amazing message for students, K-12 and beyond. I don't yeah, know. I really and... love that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Please. No, it's all right. Go ahead. I really 
love the life lesson there. Again, you know, people think success happens overnight, and this shows, you know, there's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of setbacks, and you just have to keep on keeping on, you know, and that's, uh, that's how you succeed. Yeah, and, and was I right that Steve Forbes ran for president? I remember his, he yeah, wanted to have a did. flat income tax. And was it 96? Am I right? Or 90? Uh, that I can't remember. It was earlier than that. Uh, but I, for some reason, I want to say like 88, 94, but you may be right. You may, you may be right, too. I, just, I have to think about it. I can't remember when he, when he went to the run and all that sort of thing. I'm going to look that up. And the one thing I don't know before we get into all this, when you say with Ruth Handler, okay, who created the Barbie doll, and, and um, are, are you talking about when she got cancer or something? What, what was the fallback that happened to her? Well, they kind of pushed her out of the company, both she and, and I That's think her right. husband. They, they pushed her out of the company that she was actually the linchpin of creating the success for. You know, and again, we've seen that happen, you know, Steve Jobs, right, yeah. and things like that. We've seen a lot of, of, of instances where someone creates a company and then gets pushed out and then sometimes gets brought back in again. Uh, Larry, you were correct. 1996 and 2000. Well, yeah, yeah, we went forward. There you go. Okay, there you go. Thank you, Larry. Okay, I can't believe. And by the way, when you're over here on this org, and I want to swing over this. Okay, there's another icon there, right next to the one on Steve Forbes. And I'm going to get to you in just a minute, Fred. Okay, but it's Civics Fundamentals with Judge Douglas Ginsburg. And again, he's a federal judge. And and, and again, all this is free. Okay, when you go over to isit.org, this is fabulous stuff for your classes, okay? But I just want to say uh, Judge Ginsburg, okay, who's a federal judge, okay, uh, he was uh, nominated for the Supreme Court, and because he smoked grass back when he was a kid, they, they threw out his nomination, one of the most unfair things I can imagine in this day and age, okay? And uh, he's just a great guy, and he's put up together a whole grouping of civics information vignettes, Okay, for is it you want to go further on that one? I'll let Dean do this one. Larry, I, I'll talk civics, but to, to go back, um, when he was in front of the, the nomination committee very briefly, he didn't deny, like I only he admitted it, and his record thus far, um, sitting as a judge and having a law degree, has been exemplary. But what's great about Judge Ginsburg is this incredible, I want to say passion, it's even like a commitment as well. He really understands the importance of. Kids don't know stuff. I mean, the, the statistics that 41% of Ivy League kids can't pass the test, the civics test, two-thirds of America. So he, it's almost like a mission for him to, to get students, if you will, and, and really everyone, uh, to understand the basics of civics. So in a quick nutshell, Civics Fundamentals takes the 100 questions, exact questions from the USCIS, the citizenship test, and gives the multiple choices that would be accepted as a correct answer, word for word, because we didn't deviate. The difference is this is the first ever um, in between, like how many amendments are there? There's 27. Judge Ginsburg says, why are there only 27? The idea was not to make this a quick, fleeting moment where you can keep changing the Constitution. It's a very hard, arduous process. So you're not getting the rote memorization. You're getting a really deep lesson. Now, for a citizen, that would be helpful. That's taken the test. More importantly, and I say more importantly to a classroom situation, the teacher is telling the kids, you've got to pass this, but it's also embedded in the curriculum. So what's great is it's not, how many amendments? 27. Good to know. But why? <laughs> why are there so few? So that rote memorization, while important for some testing, we want more than that. We want the student to not have just this breadth of knowledge. It's really depth of coverage and really getting in the, in, in the roots of it. 
it's amazing because we've had focus groups. The kids like it. Um, it's very smooth. There's incredible primary sources as he's explaining imagery. It's, I'm not saying it because it's ours. It's great. The teacher's listening. What's wonderful is you can use this in the classroom. The students can be assigned, and there's a badging system. So you know the kids are doing it. They're on target, what they're learning. They get achievement levels. It's a really great way that a teacher can use it in their classroom or assign it for homework and beyond for students to do the work, and they know they're doing it because it's a bad system. It's a really cool thing. Unbelievable supplemental materials to keep the students really engaged and go deeper and deeper and deeper. The onion, feel the labels, the labels. Wow, it's, it's such good stuff. i got to tell you, again, it's all free at org. I want to get over to our special guest, my good buddy, Fred Bramante. Fred, just uh, before we start, again, you were the longest tenured chair at the New Hampshire State School Board. Okay, congratulations to Fred. I think you ran for governor one time, didn't you, Fred? I, I, well, I, I, let me clarify a couple of things. I ran for governor more than once, and, and I'm actually <laughs> the longest serving member I was I'm, uh, the, I, the uh, I guess I still am the longest serving member of the state board of education so uh, I, I don't I don't know regarding the chair part but uh, oh, okay thank but, you for uh, correcting me I serve on the board longer and uh, yes and so uh, so me, running for governor uh, multiple times just means that I lost Larry so yeah you're no loser but, Fred you'll be a winner <laughs> Okay, and, and I'll tell you the truth, you know, I, I always feel this way. It, it, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, to be honest. I know it does. But the point is you put yourself out there, and that's what it's all about. You had some great things to say, and I remember it before I even knew you. I remember your name when I lived in New Hampshire. Oh, it was so well. It's unbelievable. Now tell us about the National Center for Competency-Based Learning, of which you are the president. Then we're going to get into the youth convention. So tell us about great. your competency-based Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Of which Dean is a new board member, um, and um, so I uh, take time. I uh, served on the state board for uh, many years. When I was when I became chair of the board, the governor Benson uh, charged me with uh, redesigning public education, a charge most people would have run screaming away from. Uh, but it was exactly the charge that I was looking for. Um, and so we went into this with, uh, without really any preconceived notions on what a, a different system would look like. And just through, uh, a, a, you know, asking a lot of questions, I, I told the state board that I'm a 60s kind of guy who was taught to question authority. I'm just going to ask a whole lot of questions, and we'll find out where this goes. And uh, and we ended up coming to this place that uh, that ultimately said, why are we, you know, why is the constant in uh, in education time and place? Why isn't it learning? And so um, we decided that we were going to move away from the time-based system and move to a competency-based model. So that's what New Hampshire has been in, the, you know, p- pioneering. Uh, we were the first state yeah. in the United States to put it in our state regulations, and it and it actually started a movement around the country, and now most every state in the United States is is in the competency conversation. So it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. We're still in the conversation. It's uh, you know, this is not a flip of a switch. So that uh, that old model has got a, a you know a lot of inertia to it, and uh, so getting us to extract ourselves from the old time-based model to a model uh, where learning can happen anytime, any place, anyhow. Yep. 
any pace is uh, is an effort. It's an ongoing process, but uh, we're getting there. Yeah, you are getting there, and 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 I, you know, I raised my kids in New Hampshire and Exeter, and uh, you know, I, I, I New Hampshire is a place that gets things done. Okay, it's that simple. It's a state that gets things done. All right, and, no, I uh, think so too. Yeah, I, I really do. I really do. I believe. I believe that it's Thanks manageable. For that. I it's, you saying that. Yep. Well, I, I am. I mean it, Fred. I, I do indeed. Okay, now, okay, you guys have linked up. Okay, to and and this is a, as Chris Sununu endorsed. I think if I'm right. Who's the governor right now? Okay, tell us what's going on. And Dean, I think I'll start with you. Okay, Fred's here, but I'll start with you. Um, Thank tell you. us about um, the, the tell us about the the, uh, the quote governor endorsed civics lesson that's going to be the national presidential youth convention and just go from there. You're on. Go, Dean. Well, here we go. So again, Fred Bramante being the idea generator, um, he, he compiled what I would say, and I'm lucky to even be part of it, is a dream team. And the dream team, as you said, in New Hampshire. These people that are on this, this committee, the steering committee, to get this done, it's, it's, they're all, they've all accomplished great feats to get it done. And Fred's idea was to create the greatest civics lesson. And because New Hampshire for the time had the first nation, Fred's genius was, well, we have the world media. Let's create this greatest civics lesson that we have really world attention to. And while it says maybe the, the endorse civics lesson, I would say it's really – transform from not just a lesson, Larry, but more of a movement. And the idea was civics and civility. And what do I mean by that? If you wear this color hat, you're this. If you're a Yankee fan, you're a Red Sox fan, it's gotten out of hand. And Fred took a step back, and he got a bunch of people that are like-minded and said, you're right. And because it's civics, we would love to see civility in every aspect of a child's life, in every subject. The point was the flare in the air, the timing of the first of the nation, made it so that this would be the best time to start this. And for lack of – it's a movement. And that is to start turning back the tide of incivility, that you see things on social media, you see on the news all the time. And if we don't try to, to get down to the lower grade levels, these kids are the future. You've heard that expression without being, you know, kind of cliche that the, the children are our future. They are. And the way we're going needs to be drastically altered where people can actually have critical thinking and critical listening. Hear before you speak. Allow people to have an opinion. Uh, allow people to have a civil discourse. And with that, I'll let Fred take over because, again, I, for the record, it's his brainchild. I'm lucky that Fred and I have worked a lot, a lot of projects in New Hampshire. We got a lot of stuff done. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be any part of what Fred Vermonti is doing. So, oh. Fred? <laughs> Lucky me, <laughs> Fred, Fred, Fred. That's a hard act Dean to follow. Did. You better be good on this one. Oh, yep. baloney. <laughs> Dean, did, uh, Dean, Dean is a, uh, a an idea machine. So, um, but so it, it gives you a sense, Larry, that if if I can have folks like Dean on this team, then uh, that uh, and, and and if the other folks on the team are anything like Dean, then uh, that you can understand the quality that. Of the of the of the crew we have, we really do have an outstanding team, and uh, and so the the sense is, let's piggyback on the fact that we have the attention of the world um, for the New Hampshire primary. The initial idea was, we you know, um, let's let's uh, you know gather an arena full. We're talking about the Southern New Hampshire University Arena in downtown Manchester, which seats eleven thousand people, and let's have yeah. a 
uh, an, an arena and, uh, and and you know and put thousands of students in there uh, and give them the opportunity to listen to presidential candidates make their pitch on why they deserve to be the next president of the United States. That was we saw that as the initial draw, and then you know and then uh, you know and I, I made the statement to to the group that, that uh, we're going to create the world's greatest civics lesson. And without knowing what that was, it looked like, okay, well, what's, what's it going to be? I don't know, but, you know, we'll, we'll figure that out. And um, so the team figured out, it was so beautiful, the team figured out that that civics lesson is not about, you know, every kid is going to walk out being able to recite the president's, uh, in, you know, of the United States in order. Uh, that, that's not the civics lesson. The civics lesson is a lesson on civility and uh, how we interact with each other, as Dean was saying. And uh, so, and then as we got more and more into in, into discussing this this notion of civility, then we thought, you know, in talking to others about it, they got so excited about it that, you know, more and more people wanted to jump on board. And you know, and then again, the notion of Let's turn this into a movement. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Dean, that you haven't heard yet. Uh, yesterday, I, I, you know, I started a conversation with an English school, and uh, and I think that he wants to get uh, this uh, uh, friend from uh, wants to get England involved. So you know, so you know, and and, and, I, and one of our members, uh, Rajesh Nair, he uh, he talked about uh, you know let's make this international. So I think that this has real possibilities because i think that the the world is is suffering from uh you know from this uh lack of lack of civility this uh, tide of, in, of incivility and, yeah. and i think that largely this has been caused by a um, you know the 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 voice of the politicians amplified by the media especially social media and what we have to do is we have to figure out how we are it somewhat overwhelmed our citizens' uh, ability to deal with, and I think what we need to do is, um, as one of our team as, uh, members from uh, from uh, iCivics uh, would say, we have to build the civility muscle of our of our citizens, and we're going to start with our youth. Yeah, are you? Are you I got to ask Fred. Are you working with Louise over at iCivics? I'm working with I'm working with Ace Parsi. Cool. They're a great group, by the yeah. way, everybody. Well, it is a great um, group. Yeah. Larry? Yeah, it is a great group. Yeah, Dean. Apart from Fred, something happened, too, and, and, and Fred's aware of it. When we talked about, you had mentioned the governor endorsed. If you're really yeah. talking about civility, Chris Sununu, governor, Republican. U.S. Senator yep. Shaheen, Democrat, is also giving us a letter of support. So of when you're course. talking about civility, it's across the aisle. People are getting that we got to, A, have our students understand the importance of civics. But, again, what is the importance of being civil in that process? So it's great because when you're talking civics and civility, we have both sides of the aisle supporting this initiative. And to me, that means it's working. It, it's got some, some, some teeth to it. Um, Absolutely. And, and I think that's an important piece to get out because we had mentioned Governor Sinan, and we are extremely grateful for that. Um, he came to, to, to kick it off in, in Washington, D.C. at the archives, and, of course, met Fred and I ahead of time. But then that same day or the day before, I believe it was, Fred, we got a letter from uh, U.S. Senator Sheen. You know, this is, this is important, civility and civics. So 
it's great to see that it doesn't matter what the initial is asking. There is a group effort to say it needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. Exactly right. We've got to help teachers do this. And Susan, okay, there are, and I want women's schools to sign up. Susan, I want you to talk about that right now. How do schools, you know, we're obviously talking to educators here. How do schools want to get in, how do they get involved? And I want, want you to talk about the prerequisite activities, including the civics fundamentals with Judge Ginsburg. I got to hear up on site. Just put that into perspective. Susan, how do schools get involved? Well, schools can get involved by reaching out to to us. They can reach out to us through the uh, isit.org website. Um, yes. Dean, what's the... It's on the bottom of the... If you go to the site layer and you're on the home page, if you go down to the bottom, you're going to see right next to the uh, American Consortium for Equity and Education, <laughs> right next to the, which is... We're so proud to have that. And right next to it, we were... We're proud to have you. But next to that is the actual logo for that. If you hit on that... It'll take you to a site that Fred and, and our team has put together, and it's called civicsandcivility.org. And what you'll get there is uh, just a, a really great, and we have a surprise on the site, and I'll let Fred talk about the performance after. But turning back to Titus Civility, and teachers can go and at least get an idea of what we're doing. In terms of how is it is responsible will be part of it, there's going to be a pre, an event, and, and more importantly, the post lesson plan. So as Susan has kind of alluded to earlier, students will come in with some knowledge. It's like there's going to be more materials, like what is a primary? Why is that important? How does that fit? We want students to come in, and as Susan said, and Fred kind of tasked the education committee that I, I chair, what do they need to know to come in? Some basics. They need to know. Then the event, we're going to have these activities that are really going to be based on time because we don't know who they show up, who's running late, who's longer in the speech. There will be activities to keep students completely engaged at all times to do with civility. There's activities, civility posters. It's a, it's a really neat idea. So you can go to civility, civicsandcivility.org and get all that. And I have to stop because this is a really cool thing we have not told you about. Fred, tell them about the surprise at the end of the day. So uh, lucky us, and, and, and Larry, are, are you familiar with the with the musical group Recycled Percussion? No, I am not. So there was this this group uh, when you know when I was running Daddy's Junkie Music Stores. Uh, I, mean, I want to explain uh, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fred owned okay, for the politics. I didn't say, and I my son's a professional drummer. I bought so much stuff. I didn't even know Fred back then. He owned a large chain of music stores called Daddy's Junkie Music, which I I was probably one of your top customers for my son. It was just great. It was all through Boston and and New Hampshire. I just wanted to make that clear. Fred knows music. Okay, now recycled percussion. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, so this uh, young man called me up. Um, they um, they had uh, recently. Uh, this is this is a number of years ago, over 20 years ago. They had recently uh, come in second place at a talent show at Goffstown High School, huh. and, um, and and were and were encouraged to continue to uh, uh, to to play um, by some folks, and so they started playing at elementary schools, and uh, so. He called me up and and said that uh, they were they were playing the elementary schools, but they're they they want to bring the message of uh, this really positive message, this anti-drug, this this uh, anti-violence, this uh, 
you know, and, and, uh, and other really great messages, uh, uh, messages around mental health. And, and, um, and he said that, that we need a sound system um, because they can't hear us. And so, so I was so impressed with, uh, with what he was trying to accomplish that, that I gave him a sound system. The only you're thing the I could think of when I just gave it, I gave it to him. So anyway, so they went from second place on uh, uh, at the talent show at Goffstown High School to coming in third place on America's Got Talent, and uh, and they wow. took the um, you know they they took the America's Got Talent uh, uh, effort. Uh, they ended up with like a ten year. Uh, gig at a major hotel in Las Vegas, and um, and they they are they have just been incredibly successful. They have a, a, a show, uh, they have a television show that's been running for for a few years now on uh, Channel Nine in Manchester, and I think it's syndicated on some other stations too. Yeah. This the their uh, uh, their their show, the TV show is called Chaos and Kindness, and. Um, they bring this really positive message, um, and uh, and it's crazy rapper oil, and um, it is just a beautiful, beautiful show, and uh, they have actually two uh, uh, two um, you know uh, fairly uh, severely challenged uh, uh, um, uh, you know uh, mentally challenged kids. Uh, that are part of their show, and what is absolutely beautiful is watching, uh, you know, the the crowd come into the the arena when they play because there's a lot of uh, you'll find more wheelchairs coming in than than you know any other show you'll ever see, and uh, so it's so they get, they have a great message, and they're gonna they're gonna do a concert for us at the end wow. of the at the end of the day. So yeah, I, and think I, I, I just went good. over to learn a little more about them, but they don't have a website. It seems. Do you know their website, Fred? That re, you can look up recycled percussion, but it's not that yeah. they don't have their own website. But this is pretty cool. I just, there's a whole lot of questions and answers on Google about them. They're they're, they're a big deal. Yeah, they, they, they are a big deal. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. They, uh, I'm sorry, Dean, Fred. You go, Dean. You go. Yeah. I was just going to say, having met him uh, with Fred, some people say it and they, you know, pay it for us. Justin lives it, and the message we got to go to a show, the the the, if you will, the executive team, and it is the most fitting conclusion <laughs> to exactly wow. what we're trying to do, and there is no way a student that may sit through this 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 event, right, the one-day thing, it's really a long-term event, and sees that show and doesn't leave with what, what Governor Sununu said. It will change them, and they will remember that for the rest of their lives. There is no yeah, way you can see that. Nice. To me, um, it's a great connection. So what, what a day, but more importantly, what a movement begins with, with this kind of celebration. And while someone would say the lesson plan for the day, really it's a celebration of activities for the day because we've got to get this going. So students are going to have the activities. The lesson plan is not the best lesson plan. It's going to be the longest lasting, hopefully, <laughs> lesson plan. I think, I think we say that because if we kick this off correctly, it's all the hard work that will continue. Uh, I don't want to be, and Fred is probably, and I have to say this very quickly, in Washington, he is the absolute, not owning a music store, but knowing every 50s and 60s, 
group. We were playing Name That Tune and nailed them all. do that for the 1930s, too. <laughs> right. Well, ouch. I won't go there, but where I'm going with this is let the music play. Let the music right. play. And this is, a, this is a ballad. It's going to be a long-term process. And as I mentioned, if people would go to civicsandcivility.org, um, you'll see um, that it's evolving. The website's changing so almost because of new activities. We've got some great people. We met at iCivics on board for this. They'll be, you'll be seeing their logos up. I'll wait till it's up to get check. But it, it, it's just an incredible opportunity for us to really start getting down to K-12 uh, and, and really hopefully starting the message, starting the movement. You know, I, I got to ask you, we keep saying the word students. Uh, Susan, I'm going to ask you this. Uh, you know, students rate the dates from, grade, from age uh, 5 to age uh, 18. Well, who are we talking about here? Grade level, you mean, as yeah. far as the event? Yeah, or age, whatever. Yeah, as far as the event and participation. Yeah. I would say grade 8 through 12. You know, more or less mostly your high schoolers, but I think grade eight also uh, would be a great age level to this. Um, and again, what Dean on that website on the civics and civility, and it's it's a n d and civility dot org. Okay, not an ampersand or anything like that. It's civics and civility dot org. There is Thank a you. registration or contact us button there. Uh, so teachers can also go right to that website, click the button, and, and get more information. Civicsandcivility.org. I'll link, I'll link it up here on site. Go ahead. Uh, somebody was just going to say something. Fred, was that yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to say something. And, you know, uh, we are planning on, uh, in, you know, inviting uh, surrounding states if they want to uh, if they want to participate and uh, send some buses up. Uh, we're, we'd, we'd be very interested in and having them join us at the uh, uh, for the uh, day's event, but uh, but we're also planning on streaming this, so um, so any oh, you know, any school good. district in the in the country could participate in this. Boy, that is Larry, we already, thank you for saying that one. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, this can Larry, be streamed as well. Civic, wait, just don't say civicsandcivility.org. Go ahead, Dean. Real quick, if you go to the bottom, like we have part of the reason, like if you take a look at we the people. You're going to see contacts I've made. So you have, like, the Nevada Department of Education. She's a social yep. studies bureau chief. She's on the education committee. We are not just – I mean, this is becoming, no, as he said, now it's international. Right. I didn't know that until, until Fred brought that on. But you've got other states on board with this. So to say that we're at least five states into this is great to get. And it's, it's coming upon – and we've got to get into New England states to talk one-on-one. -on -one. We have those support letters from both Governor Sununu and Senator Sheehan. So – I, it, when Fred says this could be big, it's going to be big. Um, it's just wonderful that when you start talking to people and you share and you get really passionate and enthusiastic about it, they're like, well, how can I get in? How do I do it? And as Susan said, you can either get information or say, hey, I want to help. Any teacher listening to this, any administrator, social studies, civics, that would love to jump on board, our education committee meets every two, two weeks. If you put down that you're interested, I would love more eyes on the prize I would love everyone to have some voice in this, and that's the next thing. There is a student voice this. We're going to have students attending the education committee. Um, we're starting to get more and more because I want to hear what they think. I want them to help say, yeah, boring, that's cool, try this. So this isn't just a bunch of people saying this is what we think kids should get. We want kids to say this is what we need. Is National Council of Social Studies involved at all, Dean? Uh, I am uh, 
because I think he's addressed them. Yeah, we okay. are. We are in. Yeah, we're in. Uh, uh, we are engaged uh, with uh, a, a number of folks right now. We're talking to Good. the uh, uh, to the uh, and the uh, and we made the contact at the uh, I Civics event, uh, talking Good. with the uh, uh, the presidents of the uh, of the uh, social studies teachers and um, then, uh, and then we're, doing, yeah. we're talking. With, yeah, right. And then we're talking to the. Um, in uh, the uh, New Hampshire folks and New Hampshire civics folks as well. Great. This is, this is going to be fabulous. And, and, and I'll tell you, civicsandcivility.org, I'm going to link all this. And, guys, you know I'll help you anyway. And, ladies, I might add, sorry, Susan, okay, I will help you any way I can make this happen. We will oh, help perfect. you any way we can. Thank you so much, Larry. And that includes in the magazine, on the websites, and here on the podcast. Oh, thank you. You, you okay? are the best. Just thank you so much. Thin. You guys are the best. You're, you're better than me, but Susan's better than all three of us. That's all I have to say. <laughs> she is. She is. Yeah, the three of us don't add up to one Susan. That's all I can say. Oh. <laughs> we can try. We're, we're, we're coming in evaluation. She just gave her some more stock. Thanks a lot, Larry. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, give her the give her the big bonus. She gets the big bucks. That's all there is to it. Thank you, friend. This is great. Thank you, Dean and Susan. You guys are wonderful. I'll make sure everybody knows all about this through the website and tap into me whenever you can, whenever you want to. Thank okay? you so much, Larry. Have a great week. Be safe up there. Yes, yeah, stay safe in that weather. Going to today. It's going great to get nasty, and you guys Larry. be safe where you are. And Fred, bundle up in that igloo, okay? Talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. <laughs> Bye-bye. Be good, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Susan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> this is great. I love those people. That's isit.org. And you'll see everything we talked about over there. All right, and I'll link it up here on the site as well. Okay, we're going to archive at ace-ed.org. Check it all out. Share it with your friends. We're all about equity here, and I guess we're all about civility too. It's important, ain't it? Okay, I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you're not getting hit by that northeaster today like we are. Have a good one.